You are listening to The Powerful Creator Show with Joya Sosnowski. Today, I interview powerful creator Heather Abbott, and we talk money and all things abundance. Get a notebook. Good morning, Heather. I'm so honored to have you join me on The Powerful Creator Show. I am so pleased to be here. So before we start, can you give our audience a little introduction about who you are? Okay, well, let's start with my mission. My mission is to help heart-centered people take their place amongst the wealthy because the wealthier we are, the more easy it's going to be for us to change the world. Look at Oprah as a shining example of this or Princess Diana. They were both wealthy and they both made huge impacts. Amazing. Uplifting the planet. So um, my background is I have been a CPA, a financial advisor, entrepreneur for over three decades. So I bring all that plus all the magical money mindset side of stuff where I work on getting you to your goals, the freedom, the fun and finances. Finances are always there, but it's everything brought together. That's, that's who I am. I've had people say, oh, you don't look like an accountant. I'm like, yeah, that's because I'm not. but I'm not (laughs) right oh my gosh well we are going to have such a fun conversation around this topic and before we begin and dive into all of your wisdom and knowledge and all of the wonderful things you have to say about abundance I love to ask my favorite question and that is to share what it means to you to be a powerful creator well to be a powerful creator is Feeling-wise, it's intimidating. It's scary. It, it takes a while to step into it, to own it, because you're so used to having to be part of the tribe that's bred into us, right? Fit in so that you don't get kicked out, so that you get fed and you have shelter. And when you're a powerful creator, you're putting yourself out there on that leading edge where it's never crowded on the leading edge, right? Uh, That's a wonderful quote by Abraham Hicks that I absolutely love. And it has taken me, even though I'm 35, it's taken me over 50 years to step into this power. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. It's never crowded on the leading edge. Yeah. Like I said, not my quote, but I I love that quote. Yeah. I've never heard that before. I really like that too. Yeah. No, it isn't. It's, it's, It's a scary place to be. And all these, like when I watched um, Elton John's movie, um, the musical, when he went out on stage and he was nervous and there was this huge crowd and he just let it go. And he just, he embraced who he was. And I found that so inspiring. That part in that movie was just like, holy crap, that's what I have to do. I have to. I have to. Mm. And it's it's scary, but I'm doing it. It is scary. But I also love that, um, like you, you tapped into something that I work with a lot and talk about. And that's just energy, right? Energy is energy. And energy is everything is energy. Everything's a vibration. And so that vibrational level of fear is also the same vibrational level of excitement. So you can transmute that energy of fear into being an energy that drives you instead of an energy that holds you back. Well, physically, there is absolutely no difference. You're right. In when, when somebody's nervous about going on stage, nervous and excitement feel exactly the same. 
Yes. So it's all in your interpretation of it. It's all about the story that you tell. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. So let's dive into this juicy money conversation because there's so much, um, I think a lot of misinformation out in the world around law of attraction and what abundance actually means and that spiritual <laughs> people shouldn't want to be rich because blah, 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 all the money stories. So let's dive into this juicy conversation about money. Okay. Wow. There is a lot there, right? Um, yes, that is why it's my mission to the, the whole people who are giving and they're just being themselves. They don't feel like they should take payment for it. Oh, but I just do readings. Oh, but I just do this. It's just natural for me. I just do it. Yes, it's natural for you. My coach gave me this lecture and she said, Heather, do you think prostitutes should get paid? Mm. Yeah, Jeanette Anderson, she's a wonderful coach. And she said, they're not doing anything special. But do you think they should get paid? Well, of course they should get paid. Well, it's supposed to be ideally the way the world is supposed to work is you are supposed to get paid to be you it's supposed to be easy it's supposed to be fun it's supposed to be enjoyable that's my goal i want to get paid very well for being me and give that value to others right and i need to get other people who are the heart-centered who are the givers to know that and to embrace that and yeah, that's actually <laughs> with astrology, mm -hmm. uh, human design, soul contract reading, uh, channeled from the other side, messages, psychics, and just my own intuition. This is what I have to do. It, mm -hmm. It's just, it's written in stone. I can't avoid this. This is my mission. And I mean, I didn't set out in the world to become an accountant or a financial advisor i fell in both I, I it was march of my graduating year in high school it's like well what are you going to do it's like eh. i had taken bookkeeping accounting in school for two years i was like ah that was easy i'll do that that's how i became an accountant and literally wow. i became a financial advisor because i was married to a jerk he was a narcissistic controlling and he, it wasn't, I wanted freedom. I wanted away from him. I didn't, I didn't even want to win a trip because I would have had to go on it with him. Oh, yeah. Like it, 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 he was not pleasant. Yeah. Um, there's, that's a whole other shebang. If you want to hear that story, go to my YouTube channel and you right. can hear that one. Yeah. But um, I, I became a financial advisor because a friend of mine had started working for Investors Group and I knew that they flew her places for training. Well, nobody can go with you. And they paid for the flights. So I was like, hell, sign me up. So yeah, they, when Investors Group called me and said, hey, would you like a job? I was like, yes, please. Mm. I didn't care what I was going to have to do. I didn't even realize what I was going to have to do. I just wanted the trips. I wanted to travel. <laughs> so you I had wanted this freedom. freedom. This lust of freedom. But because of that, I learned this whole other side to yeah. money management because life licensing, mutual fund dealers, association licensing, all that stuff. So um, all this financial knowledge. And then I've also spent decades learning about mindset and stuff so all of that comes in so yeah it's 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 a lot 
but it's so important. People need to embrace what they can do and get paid for it. Yeah, you said so many things there to, that could be unpacked, really. I mean, I one is the gift that comes from even terrible circumstances, right? That had you not been in that relationship with that person, maybe you wouldn't have had that impetus or it may have taken you longer. Like you already said, you had that drive. You know you're doing what you were born to do. So it shows up as these, like the directional way showers that guide you to where you're meant to go, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, me too. Um, what one of the other things that when you're getting into the finances and all that, I actually break it down because what I'm trying to do is get people to a fulfilled life, right? So there's three sides to it. Um, I, I was saying wealth, joy, and freedom, but freedom, fun, and finances kind of rolls off the tongue. So <laughs> FFF, I love that. Yeah, and for fulfilled life. So there's another two Fs in there. So, but it's freedom is one of the most important ones. Yeah. Well, actually, they're all equally important. Freedom, you have to have your health because that will restrict you. You have to have um, freedom to express yourself, which takes a while to step into. For some of us, it comes more naturally than others. Like I said, it's taken me a long time. I have really just started this year. I've always been authentic, but it's not like I shared every aspect of myself with you. I would hide the parts that I thought that person would not approve of sort of thing. Like, you know, like if you're sitting down for dinner with the queen, you're going to be this person. And if you're going to hang out with the person on the street, you're this person. Right. Now I'm like, no, this is me. Yeah, you're a financial advisor talking about human design and soul readings. <laughs> I'm also an incarnative fairy. Right. So, See? Yeah. There you go. And basically, like in the office, um, when I worked at Investors Group, uh, the woman at the main desk, whenever I'd go into the main office, she'd be like, you, she called me Bohemian Pixie. She said, you're a breath of fresh air. Don't ever change. Yeah, you do have fairy-like energy, I have to say. It's very, it feels like that. Very light. Yeah, well, I actually, I, I, I know I have like a, in the etheric realm, people who can see that can actually see the wings I have. I so, love it. Yes. And again, I am fully just putting myself out there this year. And it's like, okay, if you can't handle somebody helping you with your finances, who says she's a fairy, then you got the wrong gal. Um, I think if I had somebody helping me with my finances, I want them to be a fairy. <laughs> <laughs> I have, I do have a magic about me where I yeah. can make it. So, and it's also the system I have for getting people. Um, I have a way to get you acquainted with your numbers that is not scary. I've had the most number avoidant people, the ones who are like, no, I don't want to look. I don't want to look. I don't want to look. Yeah. Yeah. Go, oh, okay. Because it's easy. It's not intimidating. And I don't focus on the negative sides. Like they're like, oh, well, we went through this whole six week course and you never asked us about what we owed. Right? Like it's irrelevant. Mm. I mean, it is and it isn't. Right, right. It plays in, but there's so much more to it. And if I can bring that lightness in, right? And, and uplift the people and help them to do what they were born to do and keep them on the path too. So do you help people understand 
the numbers and I mean, like walk us through what we do. So if I came to you and I'm like, help, I have money, I have finance, financial stuff, and I have no idea how to manage this. How do you work with people? Well, uh, first we have a conversation about what's important to you. So I, nobody works without, with me without being on a, a call first, a, a free call where we go through and I, ask them like where where are you what's going on where are you trying to get to because from there i can determine whether or not i can actually help them and on that call i'm always able to give value i i have helped people in 15 minutes with stuff that we weren't even on one of those calls it was just wow. a networking call and they've gone holy crap like one woman actually went and took action on something she'd been putting off for two years with her finances wow. and another one thought that she had she and her husband had everything under control we were just meeting to talk and she went holy crap i should be paying you because of this one thing that i picked up on mm -hmm. that she was talking about so it starts with that conversation but if we determine that it, it's a fit what i do is i send you a spreadsheet i tell you how to fill it out it only takes about an hour it can take longer if you're going into actual getting actual numbers the more accurate the numbers are the better but a lot of it it's so easy the way it's broken down um you can fill it in a lot of the time just by filling it in i've done it with people and it's taken less than an hour and they've gone holy crap how come nobody else could show me this um so we start there but this is just a measure and it guidance so then we figure out what the goals are um working with the numbers is part of it because as an accountant and financial advisor i can help you with all the different aspects right um i am a canadian accountant so getting into certain tax planning things and that for other countries i don't do gotcha. but i would be able to tell you this is what the person says and that makes absolutely no sense i would get a different accountant i can help you with that <laughs> but um a lot of it goes back to the mindset side of it uh, and the goal setting. So like I said, on that triangle, there's the three sections and the freedom, making sure that you have that. And it's also freedom from not being oppressed by somebody else. The fun, making sure that your, your schedule is there so that you are allowing time for you so that you're not getting burnt out, yeah. right? So there's fun is, is the things that bring you joy, your your um, family and friends um, and then there's the whole wealth section and that's building it not spending it where you don't need to so keeping you on track um, but to do that we have to set your goals we have to know where you're coming from where you're trying to get to so if you're trying to build a business up um, helping you along that path right like no 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 don't go over there come over here no no stay here. no let's build one bridge to get you to where you're going. Um, because if you're trying to build too many things to get to the other side of like, this is where your money is, this is where you wanna be, it's gonna take you way too long. So helping you stay focused, those are the things that I work with, um, which is a lot of things, but it's mainly helping you, it, a good way to put it, has, have you ever seen those little labyrinth puzzles? I'm sure you have like on, on placemats and stuff oh yeah and if you go off these there's there's trail through it right it's a right. windy trail but there's all these little side tunnels that don't take you anywhere toward the goal but you think they are but you get there and they don't and you try this one 
and it didn't. So one of the main things that I do that totally justifies paying me is I stop you from paying exorbitant amounts or even just smaller amounts for things you don't need. Mm, so important. It is. Heather, I have a question and I'm curious about, you know, if all of the people that you've worked with, what do you find? Are there common um, psychological or emotional blocks to money or asking for what you're worth? And what do you find? What do you think those are? There are. Um, there are a lot of different approaches that I use to overcome my own. Um, mine was deep rooted in um, not uh, a lack of worthiness. Mm -hmm. um, it has closed up a lot. <laughs> it's gone from a cavern to a hole. Mm -hmm. So um, because I've done so many different ways myself, I'm able to bring in a lot of that for others. I have noticed that overcoming money blocks is almost exactly the same as getting out of, of an abusive relationship. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Oh, elaborate on that. That That is, I find really fascinating. It is absolutely fascinating. There will be people who don't understand why you can't do it. Number one. Number two, there'll be a ton of people telling you how you can do it but they don't understand because they're not you and they don't have the shit going on that you do. Mm -hmm. There's the uncertainty of where you will go. What will people think of you? If you leave, a, if you leave a relationship, who's going to judge you? What's going to be the outcome on that? Who's going to be still your friend who isn't that still applies for money, right? Wow. And you will not do it until you are uncomfortable enough where you are that you have to take action. It's you don't stay in those relationships as an overt choice. You stay as the default. It's like when you're trying to accomplish something and you just, you don't have the energy to get up off the couch and do it. That's what it's like. It's not that you, I mean, essentially you chose to stay on the couch, but it takes a lot to leave because these, these, especially ones like the guy I was married to, he would not have just been like, Oh, okay. Bye. Yeah. Like, no, 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 no. Am I going to be hunted? Am I going to be alive? Am I, is my life going to be ruined? You don't know what's out there. And it's the same with money, money. If you've never had it, you don't know how to handle it. You don't know how to keep it. There's nothing in your brain for you to default back to. You go to your programming that you have already had. When you are faced with a decision, you always go back to what you already knew, what you've already experienced. So if you've never experienced it, like proper money management or being able to make your own decisions and not having to watch over your shoulder. Mm. It's, it's so hard to do without support. And unfortunately, most people don't get the right support they need. They're trying to do it on their own. And I know when you're trying to overcome money blocks, you're trying to get as many free things to help you as you can, because you don't have the money to spend 
And then you work your way up and it takes so long. Hmm. It took me 25 years to leave. Wow. And it's, I, I, I've been a broke accountant and financial advisor because he would create mountains of debt and I would try and pay it all. I couldn't keep up. And yeah, it's, it's. That's really interesting. So you would keep, so people have that same mentality and energy toward money. Yeah. With yeah, money. it's a duality. It, it's, it's, there's, you can't do it someone else's way. You have to find out what your way is. Uh, you know, I've never really thought about money as being a, um, a deeply personal relationship. But it is. We yeah. all have it. And we all, we get programmed for a lot of our things. Everything we hear before we're seven, we have no ability to question. Right. I mean, we take it in yep. that scientifically, I, I'm probably not saying this right, but scientifically, we just, we believe it. The questioning systems aren't in place. If someone tells us we're worthless, we believe it. Nobody said right. that to me. I just had my, like you misinterpret things when you're little that are said. So like when my dad looked at me as this little girl dressed in a pretty little dress that mom had, and he was working on a car and he said, well, she doesn't belong here. He didn't mean I didn't belong here. He right. meant I was going to get my dress dirty. Right. But that's not what I had heard. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So there's, you don't know where it comes from, but every, and you don't have to know, you don't have to know why, if you get stuck in why you're stuck in the energy that you don't want. I agree. Yeah. Why yeah. is a disempowering question? Oh, so much. Yeah. So much. So yeah. how can it get better than this? How can it be better? Always everything. That's a great thing to ask. Not from the, Oh, how can it get better than this? But from the, how can it get better than this? What can, can I do? Yeah. What actions can I take? Yeah. Yeah. The questions that you ask. I, I just came across a recording I have of, um, oh, the name's escaping me. Um, but she asked a lot. She, she puts a lot of these questions out there and she's fascinating. And it, I have it from 2012. It's a recording and it just came up on my iPod. I have a whole bunch of stuff on there and it just on shuffle. And I was like, Ooh, this is good. <laughs> I love when I find things I've saved. And then you re-listen and you have new ears and you hear it differently. You yeah. cannot take it in if you're not on a vibrational match to it. That's exactly. why you can read the same book six times. And on the sixth time you hear a sentence that you, you just, it, it wasn't there before. Right. It didn't resonate. Completely. Yeah. So I want to know from you, your opinion, I've heard, um, you know, in conversations around law of attraction, around money, money, abundance, all of those kinds of things, that money is a female energy, a feminine principle. What do you think about that? I don't know if I've ever heard that. Money is, is energy. Yeah. It, it's, it's the energy around it that either attracts it to us or, or repels it from us. Law of attraction is very misrepresented agree yeah law of attraction we create everything that we want non-physically like in the other realm whatever you however you want to put it as soon as we experience something we don't like what we want is creative we don't have to focus on that we don't have to set it out and say oh this is what i want i want this i don't have to you don't have to imagine it all if 
you activate both sides when you do that, the yeah. side of having it and the feeling of lack. And if your focus is on the lack, you can't see, oh, this is where you are. It's about the emotions. It's about the law of allowing. Yes, 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 yes. I love that. And that is when you're going to let it in. And that is measured completely by emotions. Yeah. If you were in a shitty mood, have you ever noticed how many things go wrong? <laughs> Everything. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So you have to stop that. And really the only way to do it is to consciously say, whoa, or have a nap or meditate. Change your attitude. Those will stop it. But if yeah. you have a nap and you wake up and say, oh, what was I thinking about? <laughs> you just screwed it up. <laughs> <laughs> you go right back. Yeah. Exactly. Well, I love that. And I think you're right because I've heard that before. And I'm like, no, I don't think money itself is a feminine energy. I think the energy of receptivity, that allowance is the feminine energy, whereas the the doing and being and acting are the masculine energy. And we are all of both. We're not either or. We are and. You know, that I would kind of question that too, though. I mean, yin and yang right. would be that way. Yin is the receiving, yang is the, the doing. But I don't think that that's necessarily feminine and masculine because the females have more problem receiving than males. Well, I mean, they're supposed to be receiving. We're the receiving fields, right? If you're in your divine feminine, not the dysfunctional feminine. But we still... Yeah women it's in our dna to give like even if, when we're pregnant yes. if we're not taking in enough calcium for the fetus we will take the calcium our body will take the calcium from our bones and teeth and give it to that fetus yes we are that actually programmed in our dna to give right but you so, have to receive to give that's what i'm getting do. at is that energy but of that's where the blocks are that's yeah. where the problem is yeah. So yeah. maybe it is just not embracing the divine feminine because, yeah, you do think of yin and yang as feminine and masculine. Yeah. So there has been a definite disconnect from what we are supposed to be as females. Yeah. Like if I'm in my mind's eye right now, I'm thinking like if I am a field of flowers, in order to give the beauty of flowers, I have to first be open to receive the seeds of the flowers and receive the sunlight and receive the water and receive the nurturing and receive the love in order to give abundantly. It feels like yeah. there's a, an equal exchange there. And maybe that goes back to in the beginning of this conversation about asking for what you're worth, receiving payment, receiving that money with gracious and abundance. Definitely. Yes, it is. Like that's, that's, you're saying it beautifully. It, it That is what it's about. And that is how it is supposed to be. But the issue is to get people to realize that, to remember it, to bring it to the front of their mind and consciously say, oh, yes, I'm not supposed to go to the ocean with a teacup. I'm supposed to go to the ocean and just be in the water, be the ocean. You don't even need a container, just stay in the ocean, receive. The ocean comes in with the tide and goes out with the tide. Yes. Right? Like it's all, everything here is all, it, everything has dichotomy. There's one side and another side. And we always get to choose 
which side we put our focus on. My fiance is is so happy that I know all this because he's like, oh, did I do something wrong? It's like, sweetie, you can, you're not in charge of my emotions. You're not. You can make it easier for me to be in a good mood. You can make it harder for me to be in a good mood. But whether I'm in a good mood or not is my choice. Totally. Not up to you. <laughs> I mean, it, it's it's awesome. It lets him off the hook, but it also lets me off the hook. Exactly. Exactly. It's not up to me to fix anybody else. And if we do fix other people, we're taking away from their power. Agree. Agree. You're, you know, I read a beautiful um, definition of unconditional love. My girlfriend and I are going through, we're reading this book on online together and we're sharing it with our communities and it's about abundance and it's an older book and it's called the, um, the alchemist's handbook. And so before we even get into how to do any of it, it's all about laying this groundwork, exactly what we're talking about, preparing yourself to receive, preparing yourself to be in charge of your own abundance, preparing yourself to take responsibility for your own actions, behaviors, thoughts, and feelings that you're putting out into the world. So I love that you have that um, that strength and wisdom about you and that you're teaching women, I presume most of your clients are probably women, um, how to hold men too, but yeah, yeah, both. I'm sure both. So Heather, my question for you, I want to know before we go, if you had one tip for someone listening who is a, a soulful, heart-filled entrepreneur, wants to be an entrepreneur, wants to, you know, wants to be paid for what they're doing, but they're afraid to ask for money in exchange for what they're doing. What would you share with them? What were some steps that they could do to start receiving what they're worth? They could start small. Um, there's, it's learning to receive. It's not just about the money. It's how are you blocking other things from coming to you? If you focus on the things that are harder, it makes it harder. Go for the things that you feel inspired to do. This is where law of attraction is supposed to be. It's not about inaction. It's about inspired action. Mm -hmm. When we feel inspired, that's when we take action. And that's when it's easy. That's when we're in alignment. I would say find good people to be around find some good books some some inspiring movies have some songs that that really lift you up i i love brave um and follow your arrow actually is is one that i'm kind of enjoying a lot right now but there's there's so many out there but and you can reach out to somebody else um get on my mailing list get on get on <laughs> mailing list right like it's it's uh there are people who have good energy pay attention and if they don't don't be around them mm, that yeah. actually did not i i took a long time to learn that one it's like every time i'm around them they make me feel bad and i feel like crying well you shouldn't be around them sweetie get out of that group <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, that's conscious, uh, conscious breaking up, even if breaking up with your friends is a thing too, right? That people that it you're, is. yeah, that you that you're no longer vibrating with. Well, your energy, your money, your your wealth, all of those are said to be 
the average of the five people you are around the most. Mm. So take a good look at who you're around, because if they're tearing you down and bringing you down, it's time to pull back and find some other people to be around. Love that, Heather. That's such that's great, great advice for sure. And you know, if you want to, if you want to be wealthy and have abundance, hang around wealthy people who have abundance. Yeah. And I guarantee you, if you think bad things about wealthy people, you're never going to be one. That's so true. That is so true. So, and my thought just came back and I'll edit it back in about unconditional love, um, that the definition in this book that it said of unconditional love is allowing somebody to have their own process in life and trusting that they can walk their own steps and, and be okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we all came with our own challenge. Right. And if you see them as capable, it moves them there. It's it goes back to that whole like Greg Braden um, went with someone in a, a tribe. I forget where I forget all the details, but it, they were they were experiencing a drought and he went to observe them pray rain. And he watched him stand there and close his eyes and he just shuffled his feet in the dirt and he turned his face up and he put his hands out. And they said, okay. And Greg was like, well, is that it? And he said, yeah. He said, that's how you pray for rain. He said, no, we don't pray for rain. We pray rain. I closed my eyes and felt my feet in the mud. Mm. I felt the rain on my face and on my hands. And I was glad for it. Wow, that's beautiful. Mm. That's, that's powerful right there. Anybody who, who gets what you just said and lets that sink in, that's, mm -hmm. that's gold. That's gold. Yeah, be it to receive it. Yep. Yeah, that's the key. That yeah. is the key. Mm, beautiful, Heather. Well, how can people find you? I love your energy and your unique um, your unique take and spin on all of the wisdom in this very, um, you know, boring financial world and how you've made it down to, or I should say up in the air for those of us who are, <laughs> who are not spreadsheet oriented, but you make it like, yes, this can be done. How can people find you and work with you, Heather? Uh, I would recommend being on my email list. You can get on there at hcabbott.ca. That's H-C-A-B-B-O-T-T dot C-A. And there's a thing there that says be an insider and that will get you on my email list and gets you actually, there's a workbook that gives you an overview of how to do that money system. Oh, fabulous. And then you also mentioned you have a YouTube channel. I do. Uh, it's Heather C. Abbott. As long as you put the C in when you search for me, you'll find me. Okay. Uh, yeah, YouTube's Heather C. Abbott. Prosperity and Possibilities is the name. It's also on a podcast. Fabulous. And I will have links to all of that down below. You have a podcast also, Heather? Yeah, it's the same thing. And I haven't been putting out a lot of episodes because I was trying to do too many of the write-ups to go with it. And now I'm like, okay, I just got to get these out there. So it's I got to start lot. posting them. Well, I will have links to all of the places people can find you and just thank you for the work that you're doing in the world and helping people, more good people become wealthy because good people do good things with their money. And thank you for being you and this, this show that you have and, you know, helping get exposure for people who do want to help.
Oh, thanks, Heather. I, I love talking to people and especially people who are on a mission like yours and making a big difference in the world it means everything to me. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to The Powerful Creator Show. You can listen wherever podcasts are subscribed to or, of course, here on YouTube. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful day.